Blog Talk Radio. yesterday because we've been stuffing the pipe too you know it just it doesn't matter what pen you get to it's still you got to continually talk to people and if you do that your business is going to continue to grow and so yesterday uh and monday you know we we begin to have some calls come in and late night webinars and and late night orders and it was just it was a blast it was a blast to to be up late and and putting in orders and, and seeing the excitement taking place so we had an absolute incredible close. So I, I hope that I, I know that many of you did. You had a great close as well, and uh, it just shows by the numbers that we've seen on our team. So I want to throw out some some accolades, some some the results of our champions and things that you have you've accomplished, and uh, just to go over those things. So it is. It's amazing to watch the numbers grow through new people, people that come on board and 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 people that have only been on been in a few weeks or a month or so, um, because to see the numbers that grow through there, uh, it's exciting. And then to see some veterans stepping up too, it's just it's it's, it's a great competition. And I, I don't mean to say competition, but that's that's how I view everything. So it is. So our champion accolade. This is a shout out to all of you. Now, we measure our accolades based on the things that are allowing you to earn a rookie bonus. What, what would a, a regular person do to, uh, you know, someone that's a brand-new advisor, um, how would they earn a bonus? And so it would come through PGV and sponsoring someone, a minimum of three people. So that's, what's, that's exciting uh, because you're, that's how you grow your business. So our top PGV is Kelsey Morris with $7,800, Britt Gully with $7,300, Diane Rebuck with $7,200, Summer Humphreys with $5,800, and Kathy Summer and Chris Humphreys, forgive me, and Kathy Del Rio at $5,400. That's PGV. That's in one pay period. 
So major props go out to, to all of you. And our top sponsors, Michelle Pryor with Spav, Julian, now Julian, Julianne, forgive me because I'm probably going to mess this name up, but I'm, a, I'm asking for forgiveness now, but, and, so, and I'm from Tennessee, so that should give me some grace. Julianne Vandenhavel, that, that just, I, that just, I know I messed that up, but forgive me. You're doing an awesome job. Four, with four, distri- uh, four uh, sponsoring four people, Britt Gully also sponsoring four people, Melinda Cargill, three people, Carrie Wellover, three, and Misty Goodwin with three. Now, uh, let me also throw out all of the 3K Club. This was, was so, so exciting. Um, is, is the, all, the, all of these people had to make room on the list for 3K. So here we go. Kelsey Morris, Britt Gully, Diane Rebut. You've already heard these names. Summer and Chris Humphreys, Kathy Del Rio, Carrie Weller, Blake Edwards, Tina Vernoy, Rhonda Lacey, Angie McCutcheon, Julie Smith, Brad and Angela Pullen, Bruce Thomas, Matt Pinnell, Sherea Freund, Chris Shelton, Michelle Pryor, Kimberly Messer, Jonathan Bell, Casey Collins, Jeff Farmer, Linda Cargill, Brett Whitmore, TJ and Casey Overstreet, Brett Gratson, Jennifer Scheffler, and Angie Beerman. And we were over 3K this pay period, That's, which is, is hey, we, we strive for that every single time. Um, and so that was exciting for us as well. And with our brand-new pins and qualification, this is where it gets fun because pins are a sign of leadership. They are a sign of growing a business. It's one thing, 3K, is, is if we're moving across the, the champion's accolade, we notice that there are uh, – it's kind of moving from left to right. If you see it on the Facebook page, you notice how – you know, it requires PGV to get going. 3K Club is, is the, the minimum you want to go after. Top PGV is where you're really moving product. You've got to sponsor people, and all of those kind of come together to create pins. Now, for those of you that are new, the pins simply, they represent an income level. They represent a team. They represent a level of leadership that you've reached where you're able to earn residually at a certain level. For instance, silver is an average yearly, uh, average yearly income of about right at $13,000 a year. Now, that may not sound like a lot, and if that's all your money that you're making, if that's all you have, then that probably isn't a lot. But think about this. Most of you on this call are full-time in another career. You're full-time. You're not, you're not full-time advocate. You're already full-time doing something else, and advocate is your plan B. Maybe you want it to be your plan A one day. That's great. But Silver, what if you added a $13,000 a year raise to your, to your family's budget, that extra $1,000 a month, what would that do? And that's what these people have been able to accomplish. That's kind of the, it's not the end-all, be-all. That is, that is the starting game. That's the first hurdle in the 100-meter in the hurdle is the silver pin. And you hit that, and you know you can hit, you can hit silver, then you can hit gold. If you can hit gold, you can hit three-star gold, and you can move right on up to pin. So, uh Let's congratulate those who are in qualification for their silver pin. Diane Reebuck, Michelle Pryor, Sherry Stapler, Julie Smith, and Kelsey Morris. Congratulations to all of you in qualification for your silver pin. We know that you're going to knock it out of the park next pay period and pin it. And in qualification, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to see so many new names, so many new people. Um, Hang on just a second, because I'm hearing noise in the background. 
just make sure everybody's muted that's talking tonight. Little sidebar, it's okay. It's it's fun to see all these new names. You know, it's it's fun to see that. Uh, but it's also a lot of fun to see people who walk the journey. You've been with them for a little while, a year or two years. It's fun to see that. Um, and that's where these these people that were I want to highlight at gold uh, qualification because that I've watched them uh, grow tremendously over the past uh, couple, two or three years, and it's been just a, a tremendous blessing. So in, in gold qualification, Sully and Christy Sullivan, I'm so proud of them uh, just because I remember when Christy sat in, my, in our living room at Ruby Boot Camp and would cry just with such passion and, and such intensity over her hypothetical baby that she didn't have yet, but she was so intense on being home with her baby that that's why she wanted advocate at work. And I think it was even during that Ruby boot camp, Christy can correct me later, that she found out that she was pregnant and they were going to actually have that baby. And now she is able to be home with the, with the baby. So it's, so it's so awesome, and I'm so proud of them. And also in gold qualification, Clay Stansel. I've watched Clay uh, just throughout the years as well growing and, and getting married and just uh, it's fun just to watch. You feel like a father figure watching your, your kids grow up, even though I'm not that old. And in three-star gold qualification, it just seems like this, this this couple is on fire because I believe they just pinned gold last uh, pay period, and here they are in three-star gold qualification. Greg and Angela Pullen, congratulations to you. And then we have a Ruby in qualification. Ruby is... What I like to consider, when we first started Advocate, Ruby was the, was the benchmark. It was the place to be where it was, it was the first level. You climbed the mountain, and boom, when you got to Ruby, you're like, you were there. You could, you could recognize it, and you were like, oh, man, we made it. You know, we, we made it to Ruby, and that was, you know, $88,000 a year. That was, un- that was unreal because we just had no idea that, uh, that that was possible. That making that kind of money was possible. We just we didn't we didn't we didn't know. It never occurred to us that that we could do it. And so to make that kind of money, to to be able to to earn eighty eight thousand uh, dollars a year on average was a big deal. Because here's what happens at that level: is that you were then able to make. You have options. You have a choice. You can really walk away from uh, your business. You can walk away from your business you own. You can walk away from your job. Many people can. Many, some can't, but many people have that option. That's where those options at least begin is at Ruby. And so this is a huge, huge milestone. So we want to give a major shout-out to our Ruby and qualification, Angie McCutcheon. Angie, congratulations. It's funny, just, a, just a, not even really a month ago, it may be a month ago, uh, we were having this conversation on our way to, to Portland Spring Breakthrough. And her and Deanna and I were talking about, you know, the, the, the summer family freedom trip that, we're, that we have going right now with the McDaniel organization and the qualifications that is to be Ruby. And she was saying, I just want to be Ruby by then. And I was like, what? By then? should be Ruby in the next month or two. And lo and behold, her and Deanna just put their heads together and just go do it. So that is awesome. I, I didn't really – I guess I just spoke that thing out and it, and it, and it happened for them. So – Angie, congratulations to you and to your awesome team, of which four of our five silvers in qualification are on Angie's team. 
So there is some there is some cages getting rattled up in the Northwest, and they are not under the name Donnelly. They are under the name Williams and McCutcheon. So with that, I am stoked. So we keep going. We got some great stuff happening, as you know. Angela and the ladies of our, lady leaders of our team are running the Broadmoor Spa trip. Now you've heard me talk about this, and it sounds like it's completely rubbish for me to say these things. I did use the word rubbish because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's when it comes to the spa. Although I have been to the Broadmoor, and I know that place is incredible. Um, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, it's a it's a great resort one of the top res- uh, resorts in the country. And so you want to be there. So as I said last time talking, as husbands, you want to you want to uh, give your wife, you want to encourage her to build this and to go out and, and accomplish these goals uh, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to give her a great time to be around great ladies and great leaders and growing in that as well. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through and I'm going to announce the leaderboard of each leader. Okay, now some of them, there is just, Last names, because we weren't sure if the person was single or if they were, uh, you know, we weren't sure. So it was just the last name. So if that's your last name, you know, let us know. Um, but if you're not married, maybe you can take your mom and him. I don't know. We'll figure that out. So the PGV leaderboard for Angela and I, Sherea Freund, Amber Cox, and Stephanie Parker are leading in PGV. And leading in recruits for us is Karen Childress. Nate, clap, Nate, you can't go, but uh, if you're, I, I couldn't remember if you were married or not. If you're not married, then we got to work that out, but congratulations. You're doing a great job. You're earning somebody a spa trip. And tied for third is Stephanie Parker, Crystal Rickenbaker, and Rhonda Lacey. So congratulations to those. Right now, that's where the leaderboard sits. In the Overstreet organization, uh, number, and when it comes to PGV, Carrie Weller, Britt Gully, and Kathy Del Rio. And, and recruits, Sherry Watson, Britt Gully, and in tied for third is Kelsey Morris, Julie Talley, Carrie Weller, Misty Goodwin, and Angela Pullen. In the Humphreys organization, and PGV, number one, Angie Behrman, number two, Christy Thomas, and number three, Kimberly Farmer. And in recruits, Christy Thomas, two, Kimberly Farmer, and tied for third is Angie Behrman, Joy Hayes, and Julie Venn. In the Williams organization, we just keep rolling here. And number one for PGV, Diane Reebuck. Number two, Angie McCutcheon. And number three, Katie Hornshuk. Forgive me if I messed that up too, Farmer. See, I'm just, I got to start pronouncing. I feel like I'm just horrible at this. I just am so embarrassed. I don't know everybody's names. Deanna, and in Deanna's organization, and recruits Michelle Fryer. Number one, Diana Reebuck, Diane Reebuck, number two, and Angie McCutcheon, number three. In the McNeil organization, Melinda Cargill's number one in PGV, and number two is Brandy Seagraves. And it also is in that same order in recruits, Melinda Cargill number one and Brandy Seagraves number two. In the Price organization, number one is Shelton. Again, not sure of the first name or spouse. Let us know that. We'll get that corrected. Number two is Ashley Spencer, and number three is Dana Dempson. And in recruits, the only partic- the only person now is Laura Lauren Jones, and in Matt Pinnell's organization, outside of those that are that are his ruby leg, number one is Sarah Bell, number two in PGV's Jen Snodgrass, and number three is Allison Crawford, and in recruits, number one Cindy Cindy Peeling, number two is Catherine Harold, and number three is Saffron Pettiford. 
So, ladies, keep working, keep striving, keep getting after it. You're doing a phenomenal job building this and, and accomplishing this goal. Guys, let's just get out of the way and do our part to get them there so that they can enjoy this, uh, this incredible trip. Now, I will say this, Deanna, if you're on the call, I don't have you unmuted yet because I can't find your phone number, so I'm looking for it. There you are. Never mind, I found you. Um, we've got some great guests tonight on the, uh, on the call. And before, <coughs> excuse me, before I get to them, I want to make one more announcement. It's for those of you that are in Texas this weekend, just know this. We have a, for our team, at, at my parents' church in Carrollton, Texas, 2550 Kelly Boulevard, Carrollton, Texas, we have a, tra- a Saturday morning training that's just for our organization. All of us, we want, Angela and I want to be a part, be, get into your space. So this is just for y'all. I know that the McDaniels have a training going on at the exact same time in Louisville, but we want to, and we could have partnered with them, but we want to be with you. We want you to be able to hear from us and talk to us, and we want to meet you and just, we've, some, many of you we've never met in Texas, and we want to get to meet and hang out with you. So let's pack that out Saturday morning. It's from 10 to 12. You're going to love it. We've got some great stuff that's going to happen. Uh, great training. I've got one more training. I was going to, I'm going to save it, actually, for the next call from my experience this past weekend. And so you're going to want to be there. It's one for the ages. Uh, and I know Angela's got a ton of stuff she's been on her mind that she's wanting to share. It's just going to be a good time. Not to mention the Tuesday night biz op that, that will be leading uh, us as well as Matt Pinnell and Wes Bewley will be leading that Tuesday night at the Champion Center. So make sure you are loading those events up. Okay, and stay in the Facebook group just for, for local events in your area as well. So one thing I wanted to do tonight, if you didn't notice, if you heard some of those names, is that a lot of those names that we called out tonight in the accolades are coming from two organizations right now that are just on fire. They are lighting, lighting they're just lighting it up. And I wanted more than to hear from me, I want you all to hear from them of what is it that they're doing, what is it that is bringing them so much success uh, and doing this, what is it that's getting, that's, that's, that's getting the team moving forward? Um, because everybody wants to build a successful organization. Uh, everybody wants to build something that's going to last. But how do you go about doing that? What does it look like? And you may be brand new and you're going, what is an organization? Just know this, that as you begin, until you get to three-star gold, you don't have an organization. You're still a part of a, a greater cause, a greater team. It's at three-star gold that, that at that point, you then begin to have some ownership, and we, and we begin to turn over, as your leaders, turn over some ownership of your business to you so that you can begin to grow in, the, in your area of a leader. But there is a, there is a dynamic that's there that you can go from, you know, how do you go from three-star gold to Ruby where you really are owning your business? Ruby is what we consider, you know, when you get to Ruby, you know that to graduate from the Leaders Academy, it's earning the leadership room two times in a row and pinning Ruby. So... As we see, Angie pins uh, her Ruby pin. She'll graduate on to become one of our leaders and facilitators in our, in our Leaders Academy. But that's how we see is the benchmark in growing as a leader. And so but from three-star gold there's a, to Ruby, there's a, there's a shift where you have, to, you have to really be careful of what you, how much do you do on your own and how much do you plug in your leader. And we've seen a lot of businesses sit at three-star gold for a long time because they, they all of a sudden change too much. They, they, don't, they don't take ownership too. They don't take enough ownership or they take too much. So with that, I wanted our guys tonight to talk about uh, 
the four distinctions of a strong organization. What, what, when you look at, a, at an organization, what are the things that are strongest about them? You can identify. And so our leaders tonight, our Ruby leaders, Darren and Deanna Williams, all the way from Eugene, Oregon, and our non-star Emerald leaders from right here in good old Tennessee, from Cookville, Tennessee, TJ and Casey Overstreet, are going to give you the four characteristics of a strong organization. So with that, I am going to welcome them to the call. Guys, you organize it, take over in the order that you set. Can't wait to hear it. Well, hi, everybody. This is Deanna, and I've got it on speakerphone. Can you hear me okay? We can. Okay, good. So I'm going to talk to you guys very seldom do we work laterally in AdvoCare. Sometimes when we're putting on a big event, the leaders will come together and, and um, do, do something laterally. But when we talk about um, the strong distinctions of a strong organization, we're usually talking about our relationship with our leader and then our organization underneath us. So you're going to hear a lot about um, leadership as we go through these four distinctions of a strong organization. And the one that I'm going to talk about is a strong organization knows how to work as a team and knows who's on the team. So they say that when teamwork doesn't work out, the main reason why it doesn't work out is because the people on the team, they don't really know each other. They don't know each other's strengths or, you know, anything about each other. So it's really important that you know who's on your team and, um, a practical point in this, and I will put this on the Love, the Love Strong page, so don't think that you need to follow this or take notes on this part, but a practical point is we use our tools, okay? So under avocaretraining.com, under the site map, under new distributors, under setting goals, and I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll post that, there's a goal sheet, okay? So when, you're, when new distributors are coming into your organization, you may have frontline them, and it may be somebody that you know, or it may be you were introduced. Maybe you have a brand-new distributor that's introducing you as a leader, and so you don't know this person. But for either case, you want to get them the, the goal sheet because this goal sheet is going to ask them questions like, what is your purpose? And another question is, what are you willing to give up now to have freedom later. So if you use this practical tool, that's going to give you a real big head start on knowing the distributors on your team, okay, because this is a relationship business. And so, like, when you're reading your reports, how likely are you to fight for somebody named Jane Doe if you don't know who Jane Doe is or why she's doing AvoCare, right? So we need to know the people that are on our team. And I'll give you... An example of this in our organization um, this last pay period. So Angie McKetchen, you heard her name. Actually, you've heard her name quite a bit in the last six months. But she's, she's on my team, and I did not know Angie a year and a half ago. She found me because my Facebook said that I do AvoCare, and we had one mutual friend. So Angie was a stranger to me a year and a half ago um, and inquired about AvoCare. So I got to know Angie, and I got to know her purpose. And I know that Angie is a single mom of four young girls under the age of 11, okay? So there is nothing that I wouldn't do to help Angie build her organization, okay? So Angie's put me on the phone, right? And as we're doing life together for the last year, year and a half, 
she's introducing me. We're, we're spending more time together, and we are building this together. And she's introduced me on the phone. She's introducing me on the phone. And then before I know it, she's introducing me as, this is my best friend, Deanna. And I'm like, I just got the best friend card, okay? That, that happened as a result of Angie and I building adult care together and going after her purpose of being a stay-at-home mom to four girls. So like Jason mentioned earlier, he had planted a seed that Angie could be Ruby very soon. We were looking at her at her overrides, and I don't think Angie had ever had an override check over $600. So she may have that time or two gotten halfway there or a little bit more than halfway there. But I'm telling you what, it is, is the strength of your leader's belief is so powerful. And Jason said it. We both heard it. So, you know, I put I put, took Angie aside two weeks ago and said, okay, we're going to do this. And what we did was we sat down and we looked at her organization and we literally got out pen and paper and we wrote down every single name of the advisors in her organization. And then we made projections. What is their purpose? What do we know about them? How can we help them? How can we get them wins? And we literally spoke belief into each and every advisor and projected for last pay period, okay? Well, between belief and just having those projections and knowing who we were going to call and, and, and how we were going to serve them and help them get wins, Andy did it. She, she qualified for Ruby. She worked every day like it was the closing. She served so selflessly. She served her team and got them wins. So like Jason mentioned, that there's four silvers on on his team, but I'll tell you what made that really easy to do for Angie and I both was knowing the people on her team and knowing what they needed and being willing to be that servant leader and put in the time because it is so much more relational, okay? So the two two words that I describe in our relationships in AvoCare with our team is servant leadership and just really – so. I would say every once in a while, maybe every other day, I don't know, Angie can correct me if I'm wrong, Angie would look up, she'd be working, 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 working for her team, and then she'd look up and she'd say, Deanna, I don't think that I'm going to hit Ruby. And every single time I said, look at your sheet of paper and look at your projections and who you're going to get wins for and remember why. Remember why we discussed each and every one of them, why we're doing it for them. And, and she'd get, you know, get right back in her groove so, you know, we're doing it for our team and we're doing it for those relationships. So when you think about teamwork and an AvoCare business, all of AvoCare's 10 guiding principles point to teamwork and how we should treat those we impact with this opportunity. So honor God through our faith, family, and friends. We're honoring honoring them, we're honoring the people on our team, respect and strengthen the family, we're doing it because we want to strengthen their family, believe in the dignity and the importance of the individual, absolutely, create a standard of excellence recognized by the direct sales industry as superior, we do that by serving our team and by treating them with excellence, believe that honor, integrity, and principles are the foundation of a great life and company. Commit to mutual loyalty and trust between Avocare and its distributors. Establish and continually improve the vehicle of opportunity in the pursuit of financial freedom for all Avocare distributors. 
commit to ongoing personal growth and development through professional training and educational programs, build self-esteem by promoting a sense of personal worth among all people, developing that sense of personal worth. You have the power to do that with the people on your team. Develop a sense of personal worth within them and continue to expand our market by providing the most effective and high-quality products and service available. So everything, all ten points in our guiding principles point to teamwork and how important that is, okay? So as your team grows and becomes larger, there are going to be so many people with so many different personalities that every once in a while there's bound to be an occasional conflict, okay? And then when that happens, what do you do? You let it go. Somebody asked me this morning, what do you do when there's conflict? I say, you know what? We just humble ourselves and be gracious and we let it go. You know, um, I use my marriage as an example. Darren and I have been married for 19 years next month. And, you know, we just have a pretty calm marriage, I guess I would say that. But yesterday on the close, we got into what Jason calls a little bit of intense fellowship. It couldn't have been that bad because it was in the kitchen and our five-year-old daughter was singing her brains out at the table and she never missed a word of her song. She was just going for it. So it couldn't have been that intense, but for Darren and I, it was intense in my, in my mind. And so Darren just walked away and gave us some space. And you know what? I don't think I can let that go one hour because I had to go to him and say, you know what, I'm totally sorry. I don't even care. You know what? He apologized back, but I didn't need that. I wanted to just humble myself and say that I'm sorry. You know why? Because the big picture, you guys, Darren and I are a small organization, right? And we've got four little warriors underneath us. And you can get in those little thingies, and those things are going to come along in AvoCare within your team, too. They're not mountains. They're just little bumps, really, you know, little misunderstandings maybe once in a while within the team, and you have that in marriage too. But you know what? You have to look at the big picture. And my big picture with my husband is we've got four little warriors that we are raising, four little champions underneath us, and they deserve an amazing, loving environment. And they they deserve to be raised with security and with and just knowing that they that they're champions, and they don't need to be listening to mom and dad go at it like, and then not speaking to it. They don't need that. So I, you know, we see the big picture in our marriage, and we're willing to resolve that and whatever it was, just let it go for the big picture. And that's the way I think about our Avocare family too. And when we are when we are working together as a team, and every once in a while there may be those um, misunderstandings, like I said, as leaders. Because we care, you know, I very much, I know that when I think about it, you know, when when I was asked this morning, well, how do you just hit reset and let it go? Well, I think about it, number one, I care about Charlie Regis's legacy, and I care about the integrity of this company, and we as leaders and growing an organization, we represent that. That's a huge deal to me. But I can also see the big picture that we have a common denominator. We have a common ground amongst it. And I don't care how different you are from the people that join your team, three levels down, four levels down, five levels. Everybody says yes to AvoCare because they have a purpose. And they believe in the freedom and the vehicle that they can reach their purpose through this. And that's a huge thing we have in common with our team, you guys. That's a big deal that we have that belief system. And so it's it's 
better just to let things go and hit reset because, like, I'm doing life with my husband for, like, another 1,000 billion years because he loves me that much because he stays with me. We're like that with our Albuquerque family too, you guys. We are with each other for the duration. So when there's little tiny bumps in the road, let's just let it go for the big purpose of building this together and each of us reaching our purpose through that. So that's me covering the importance of teamwork and knowing who's on on your team, you guys. And with that, I know we're short on time, but i got to do this. Um, Keep shining, keep smiling, knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are for. Okay, sorry if you don't get the inside joke, but somebody said I sang on the last training. I don't remember doing it, and they dared me to do it again. So bless you guys. I'm going to hand this over to my amazing husband, who is now going to share on um, on the importance of duplication and leadership. Go for it, babe. All right. Can you all hear me? Yes, sir. All right, good. <laughs> Well, Deanna, thank you so much for uh, sharing in great detail. Our life, that was great. Um, no, but seriously, thanks for coming in and saying I'm sorry because uh, that was nice. Um, yes, it is important for us to talk about duplication, duplicating leaders. Uh, it does help build a strong organization. So uh, I would like to start by saying really everything that we do in AdvoCare, if you think about it, everything needs to be duplicatable and in fact, it needs to be easily duplicatable. So just think about it. If you're if you're going to call somebody on the phone, and that phone conversation turns out to be an hour long or two hours long, that's not easily duplicatable when you're sharing Advocare. It's just not. Uh, if you're thinking about a mixer and you're you know going to create a potluck, pie, and ice cream, and have people over, and that's not easily duplicatable. So stick with things that are duplicatable easily. Uh, that's why Advocare made the uh, Impact Magazine and the DVD. It's just very easily duplicatable. You just stick it in. Everybody's got a computer or a DVD player. It makes it easy for us to do that. So that's something to keep in mind. Is what you're doing duplicatable and is it easily duplicatable? When you spark somebody, it's easily duplicatable. Uh, now let's talk about duplicating leaders. And I will like to uh, use an analogy from the jewelry world because that's where I'm in uh, most days, and it's a diamond. If you think about a diamond and where a diamond comes from, it comes from the ground. When, it, when you find it, it's dirty. It's not sparkly. It's got inclusions. It's got imperfections. And that diamond needs to be taken to an expert, uh, an expert diamond cutter. And what that diamond is going to become is uh, the expert is going to measure and calculate and perfectly cut the facets on that diamond to make it spark, sparkle, ultimately brilliant, optimally brilliant. So the diamond comes out rough, you give it to the expert, and it becomes what it's meant to be, a sparkly diamond. Now, if we're duplicating leaders, Every one of us is going to make phone calls and call people. Those people, they're like diamonds. They're rough diamonds. They don't know anything about Advocare, but who does? Your leader does. So you take that person, you connect them to your leader, and your leader has the expertise to, to cut away some of the imperfections, to share 
This is how we do things. This is called the success system. This is what you want to do. This is what you want to say. You want to connect people to me. That's how we do it. We duplicate leaders that way. It takes the pressure off the person introducing. So for, like as Jason was saying earlier, up until you get to that three-star gold or that ruby level, you're just a professional introducer. Trust your leader enough to bring people to them so they can help duplicate does that make sense? Duplicating leaders. That's what our whole purpose is. And so if you think about Advocare in terms of silver, gold, three-star gold, ruby, emerald, all the way down, what's the next one? Diamond. Now, it's pretty good when we can make diamonds out of people because that means they don't have to punch the clock anymore. Those diamonds, they don't have to worry about when they're going on vacation. They just get to worry about where they want to go. They don't have to worry about... Uh, how inexpensive or cheap the car is for their 16-year-old, they get to buy something that's reliable because that's what we're building. We're building uh, a preferred future of an income level that we have options and we get to bless others. We get to bless our family. That's what it's all about, duplicating leaders. So uh, if you're consistent at phone calls and consistent at mixers and you get people in touch with your leader, that's how it's going to grow, and that's how it's going to be very, very strong. Your organization is going to just fly like all of the, the names that you heard tonight. That's what's happening. So with that, Casey, you're going to talk about uh, consistency in leadership. So take it away, Casey Overstreet. All right. Thank you so much. Listen closely, you guys. We are going to go fast. I am going to talk about consistency in leadership because I want you to know that your team is going to do what you do. So I want you to be the teammate that you want to have. I don't want you to work one day and off the next. Don't just work the last two days of the pay period. Be consistent. Work your business day in, day out. And remember that the speed of the leader determines the speed of the pack. So shoot for 3K and beyond in PGV. Recruit new constantly. Show your team that you're willing to do what you're encouraging them to do. Show them that you're going to show up to go up. You know, we drive two hours to get to business opportunity meetings. We're not right there in the Franklin area, so we make that drive. We get to trainings as often as possible because we know that we can't expect our team to do what we are unwilling to do. Now, the flip side to that is that don't micromanage. Don't micromanage people. We are here to teach. We're here to train. We are here to mentor. We are not here to mother. So we want to encourage. We want to inspire. We want to lead by example. We want to keep reminding our teammates of their purpose, why they are fighting so hard. You know, let them know, hey, I'm here to help you. I want to help you do this, whatever they're so that statement is. I can remember Angela would call me early on and she'd say, Casey, I just want to help you bring that little boy home. Who can we talk to? And whereas I might have been slacking off a little bit, that would whip me right back into shape. That would put me back into action. Now, she didn't mother me. She didn't mother me with, you know, all kinds of just micromanagement. She just reminded me of why I was doing what I was doing to help me to get back in gear again. And then I want you to match your effort to others. You cannot push and pull people in this business. Remind them of their purpose and meet them where they're at and go. 
And when they see you being consistent in your leadership, when they see you being consistent in your action, they will be as well. So with that, TJ, I'm going to turn it over to you. Awesome. I love doing these calls because it's so much fun. Um, when a topic is put out, we just say, hey, here's what we're going to go and we're going to go with it. Um, and I love the intertwining and the overfolds of how everything gets put together because what I want to talk about really quickly, um, and I've got, a lot, I've got several little points <clears throat> excuse me, that I want to touch, but it's about practicing what you pick preach. And it comes back to and it just reaffirms the consistency portion um, of what we're talking about, building a successful organization and being a successful leader. Because as a leader or as a future leader, you'll be, excuse me, look to for support and guidance. If you're good at giving advice but not willing to hold yourself to the same standards, your entire organization is going to suffer. Just think about this. If Dave Ramsey, um, one of the world's most foremost financial advisors, if, if he went out and, and bought a new house or a new car, you know, every other month, would would he be practicing what he preached? Would he be uh, looked to as a successful or have built a great organization? No, he wouldn't. So here's a couple of things of how I encourage you to practice what you preach as you're building a successful team and a successful organization. And you'll you'll notice that some of these are going to be overlap. But number one is your purpose clearly defined? Um, is your purpose or your goal, is it measurable or quantifiable? Do you have a dollar figure attached to it? Is there pounds lost? Is there a picture of a little boy sitting over in the Ukraine that needs to come home? Is it identifiable? And if it's not, if it's, if it's not measurable or quantifiable, you'll never be able to manage it and you'll never be able to set yourself and how you're going to get there. Are you challenging yourself to move forward in that goal or in that purpose every day and every pay period. So with that being said, you've got to set yourself goals that align with your purpose, not only for yourself but also for your team members because this is all about knowing the purpose of your other people in your organization as well as it is too. The second thing, be committed to the process. You've got to take the products you got to wear your colors, and you got to talk to people. If you're not committed to those three things, um, you're not creating a duplicatable business. And I'll be honest, you won't have a successful business. So beyond that, make sure you're engaging in the success system, making calls, two-on-one, three-way calls, mixers, DOMs. I know I'm going fast, but I want you to just catch this because these are some tangible things that you've got. The, the next two little pieces I really want to touch on, I want you to, I want you to really grab a hold of. <clears throat> the first one is, are you listening to your team more than you're talking to your team? If you want to build a successful organization, you've got to be able to listen more than you preach. Um, we've all been given one mouth and two ears. We need to use those proportionately because if you're listening you'll not know how to mentor or help your people. You'll, you won't know which direction or how to guide them. Um, as Deanne said early on, this is a relationship business. It's not a check-the-box business. So if you're not listening to your people and knowing who they are and working with them, it's going to be tough to build a successful organization. And last but not least that I want to share with you, are you growing? Are you personally growing? Are you getting to every training that you can um, because, like Casey says, 
you are setting the pace for your entire organization as you build, as you go forward. Um, you probably all heard the statement, leaders are readers. Put stuff into your head. Read. Be out there. Furthering your mind, personal growth, um, because we've also heard and we also know that personal growth comes before the check. So if you want to see a big, fat check coming your way through AdvoCare for growing this business, you're going to have to grow yourself as well. So guys, I know we've gone over tonight, and I know that there was a lot of information thrown at you, um, but this call has been recorded, so you can go back and listen to some of these things, and I encourage you to do that. That's part of personal growth and really getting out there and stretching yourself and challenging yourself. So, guys, thank you all for joining us on the call tonight. Uh, look forward to the next uh, days and weeks to come, and I hope you have an awesome and great evening, and uh, let's go out and have a great pay period. You guys have a great night. I'm a real life champion. I'm a real life champion.